Greetings. I'm Matt Matthews, one of the pastors here at First Pres in Champaign, and I'm happy to welcome you to our media ministry. Join us in person. We're located at the intersection of Church and State Streets, adjacent to Westside Park in downtown Champaign. Our traditional worship service is at 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and on most of those Sundays, we offer French translation. Our contemporary services on Sunday begin at 11.15 a.m. When you come to First Pres, what you'll find, what I hope you'll find, is a community of people who support each other and who are passionate about making a difference in our community and beyond. You'll find relevant teaching for children and adults. We have at least a dozen Bible studies in small groups, including pickleball, that's right, pickleball, adult choir, a bell choir for all comers, and other programs and events designed to grow your faith and give you and me opportunities to serve. There's a place for you. I'm glad you tuned in. Good morning. I'm going to read the Old Testament lesson um, from Daniel chapter 3, verses 8 through 18. Listen for the word of God as it is found in Daniel. At that moment, some Chaldeans came forward Seizing a chance to attack the Jews, they said to King Nebuchadnezzar, Long live the king. Your majesty, you gave a command that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, pipe, zither, lyre, harp, flute, and every kind of instrument should um, bow down and worship the gold statue. Anyone who wouldn't bow and worship would be thrown into a furnace of flaming fire. Now there are some Jews, ones you appointed to administer the province of Babylon, specifically Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who have ignored your command. They don't serve your gods, and they don't worship the gold statue you have set up. In a violent rage, Nebuchadnezzar ordered them to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you don't serve my gods or worship the gold statue I've set up? If you are now ready to do so, bow down and worship the gold statue I've made when you hear the sound of horns, pipe, zither, lyre, harp, flute, and every kind of instrument. But if you won't worship it, you will be thrown straight into the furnace of flaming fire. And then what god will rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar, We don't need to answer your question. If our God, the one we serve, is able to rescue us from the furnace of flaming fire and from your power, your majesty, then let him rescue us. But if he doesn't, know this for certain. Your majesty will never serve your God. We will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue that you have set up. Thanks be to God. Dear friends, greetings from Pakistan. And to my friends as well, I say, I bring greetings and I say salam. And uh, I bring salam to all of you from 256 Presbyterian churches in Pakistan. And I bring salam to all of you from your uh, boarding house students, those who have been studying in Sangla school, and uh, the number of girls and boys are increasing. And uh, just uh, before I go on to reading the word of the Lord, 
uh, just want to say it that uh, this is the first time I'm experiencing this kind of a cold weather. And uh, so, and uh, in Pakistan, usually the temperature is never below zero. It is, as I was uh, looking into it, it is nine degrees there. But it is, we feel a lot of cold there. The rooms are not warm. The way, uh, like here I was feeling the cold walking from the parking lot into the church. So, and in the church we are so comfortable. So this is a very blessed place, I always say. Uh, so I would like to read Luke chapter 8, verse 22 to 25. One day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake, so the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, and the storm subsided. And all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. This is the word of the Lord. And uh, before we go into the word of the Lord and uh, deep into understanding it, I would like to pray to God in my language, which is Urdu. Let's pray. Aye Subhapasmani, Tere paas aate hain. Aye Khudaman, meri zuban ka zimali, aaj jo beej boya jaye, so guna, saat guna phallane wala ho, aye ruhe paak utara, aur tera naam chalal paaye. Abba, meri dua sunle. Amen. As we are going to today talk about inviting God into our difficulties. I really want each and every one of us for a moment to think about our own problems, our own challenges, our own worries, and most of the time in our problems, in our worries, when we are praying, we usually pray, we say, God, get me out of this challenge. God, please get me out of this financial problem. God, please get me out of this bad relationship. God, get me out of my sickness. God, get me out of my cancer situation. But the truth of the matter is, dear friends, we have to invite God into our difficulties, into our problems, into our challenges. And many times, miracle is not happening when we are get, getting out of the problem. Bigger miracles happen 
when we invite God into our difficulties. And when we say, God, please come into our anxiety, come into our financial problems, and come in and give us favor. And God comes in and he gives us strength. And many times when we are focusing on getting God, bringing us out of the problems, many times we are disappointed. Because God usually doesn't work on our timetables, dear friends. And uh, when we are not getting out of our problems, we are disappointed. We spend sleepless nights worrying, getting upset. Sometimes God is waiting for a call that we call him in the circumstances and we are asking God to change the circumstances as well as change us. And when we ask him to come in, then we are asking him to help us grow, go through the situation as well as help us grow in faith. And let my trust and faith radiate. Dear friends, God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And if we are out of the situation immediately, sometimes we do not reach to the highest level of our faith. And God always works in troubles. And sometimes God shows bigger miracles. But many times when things are not happening the way we are wanting them to happen, we hear whispers. God is not listening. God is not there. But we need to remember it, that God has a plan and he wants to show a bigger miracle. Dear friends, if we remember it, during COVID times, having not going through COVID was a bigger miracle, or COVID survival was a bigger miracle. Having not cancer is a bigger miracle, or a cancer survival is a bigger miracle. Last night we were driving in cold, and it was raining, and it was chilly, and it was windy. Reaching to Champagne was a bigger miracle. I was uh, like, God, brought us and uh, when we look into it many times we can reach to the highest level of our faith when we wait for the bigger miracles to happen and we need to remember one thing dear friends many times these storms which come in our lives they do not come to disrupt our lives sometimes these storms are there to clear our path as well. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2, it says, When you will pass through deep waters, I will be with you. When you will pass through rivers, I will not sweep you. When you will pass through fire, you will not be burnt. The flame will not set you ablaze. Interestingly, dear friends, 
when we look into god has not said at any point that he will keep us out of the fire he will keep us out of the flood he will keep us away from the storm he all god is saying is that i will be with you i will not leave you i will not forsake you and uh, when we invite god into our difficulties and when we invite god into our storms he help us go through these situations with strength with courage and with faith in daniel chapter 3 verse 8 to 16 we see these three teenagers hebrew young kids they were 15 or 16 years of age at that time and they refused to bow down to the golden idol the king was furious and he wanted to throw them in a fiery furnace and we look into these teenagers and we see that they were not worried they had this faith that their god can save them and and that made king angry and he asked the guards to turn turn up the fire seven times in situations like this i always wonder why why did god let it happen and many times in situations in our lives even we wonder why does why is it happening why god is letting it happen but the truth of the matter is dear friends god wants to show us a bigger miracle god wants us to show a bigger miracle he is letting all these odds to work against us the truth is he could have kept them out of the fire he was a god of miracles and he was the god who parted red sea he opened the eyes of the blind he could have changed the mind of the king and he could have kept those young kids out of the fire but many times he controls our enemies and through our enemies even dear friends he uses them for his glory and one statement of faith which is really uh, i always am looking into this statement of faith and uh, uh, which is very near and dear to me is that they say that uh, we know that our god can deliver us but even if he does not but even if he does not yet we are not going to bow down uh, to you they were willing to die they were not there to test god and uh, they had this faith that in test and trials in difficulties in all these situation our god is going to be there in the fire he will be with us and the king tied these teenagers with the cords and when we look into this situation it seems nothing is going to change uh and save those children those kids they are now the time is numbered and they are going to die and when 
king looked through that furnace window and he said, we threw three men inbound and we see four men lose. The fourth one looked like son of God. And when they came out of the fire, their friends, only thing which was burnt was the cards. The cards were the only things that was burnt. Their hair was fine, skin was fine, and cards were burnt, and they came out strong. When we go through fire, that is what it happens. The fire can burn off young boys, bold, strong, victorious, confident, ready to fulfill his command, and ready to obey him. Dear friends, the truth of the matter is, if God has kept them out of the fire, that would not have been a bigger miracle. We would not have been talking about them. The bigger miracle is, God comes in the fire. So when we are passing through situations, when we are passing through difficulties, when we are passing through problems, when we are going through situations in which we have to make toughest decisions, we are wondering what to do. We need to remember it. God is in the fire. And only thing which is going to be cut off will be the cords which are binding us, our fears. And uh, as I was saying earlier, when I come into United States, dear friends, I look around and I look around the grass, even though these days it's uh, white, snow white, and uh, it's still yet beautiful. And, uh, and the peaceful atmosphere, the way we can worship here, and uh, uh, it is so different from what it is when it is in Pakistan. But I strongly believe, I strongly believe God has kept Christians in Pakistan for a purpose. I strongly believe we are there for his glory. And I, I remember there was one time when uh, uh, there was this one American who was wanting to burn Quran, showing independence and um, a right to freedom of speech and freedom to act here. And uh, when anything happens here in this part of the world with Quran, we, the Pakistan, the Muslim state, usually we are considered more close to America, so the repercussions the Christians face. So, and uh, uh, there is this, uh, uh, we are treated, and maybe many of you have heard about the um, problem which we face through. Um, in Jaramala, our 80 churches were burned by the Muslims, and uh, so there are uh, always, they burn the flags of America and they target our churches and there was one time when it happened and, uh, and I was driving and, uh, and usually we the Christians in Pakistan we have the cross 
was in front and uh, and uh, people were agitating against America and uh, we turned the corner and there was a whole mob and uh, we got stuck in it and the, the car had the cross and I was uh, asking uh, I said to the driver I, he was driving I said Khalid please uh, remove this cross they will see that we are Christians and they will will target us and he turned around he looked back to me uh, and uh, in Pakistan uh, like uh, it is on to the different hand uh, driving he was driving with his uh, uh, with with his right hand and he was covering the cross with his left hand and he moved on he didn't want to take down the cross so that is how the Christians in Pakistan believe and that is how we believe that uh, um, uh, God uh, is with us in fire when we are in difficult situations in in my part of the world in 2018 I um, uh, I lost my husband uh, and when he was not well he was hospitalized I was praying and praying and praying and uh, my family myself we all were going through fire uh, many times situations like these are very difficult for us to go through but I strongly believe God had a plan I strongly believe my family out of this hole has come out of that fire stronger and we are fulfilling God's command and uh, obeying what God has called us to do uh, Looking into Luke chapter 8, verses 22 to 25, we see that uh, Jesus asked the disciples to cross the lake. As they were in a boat, the storm came and Jesus was asleep in the back of the boat. The disciples were in panic. They were screaming, Jesus, we are drowning and you are sleeping. Jesus stood up and spoke to the storm and suddenly everything was calm. When I look into this story, interestingly, these disciples had seen Jesus performing miracles, raising the dead, healing the sick. And even though Jesus was in the boat, they still panicked. Even though Jesus was in the boat, they still panicked. They did not realize that the God who created winds and waves, God who was the creator, the almighty one, was with them in the boat. And there was no reason for them to be afraid. I wonder many times, dear friends, in many circumstances, when we do not realize Jesus is in our boat and we panic. We panic. And when our boats are rocking, dear friends, when things are not going the way we want them to go, we need to remember one thing. Jesus is in our boat. Jesus is with us. He has not forsaken us. 
he has not left us and the waves can be bigger but our lord is mightier believe in and trust in the lord and believe that that fourth man is in the fire with you in all the difficulties in all the problems as we believe in pakistan that fourth one is with us when we are moving out and we are not sure even that we are going to come back home safely we live in pakistan on hope trust and faith and this is what god is calling each and every one of us not to live in fear 365 places dear friends in bible it is written fear not one for each day so any time and every time there are worries trust in the God, lord and he has promised it that he will wipe away all the tears he will take away all the miseries so he is in the boat with you have faith and then we can lift up our hands and we can say prince of peace come we all are ready we all have faith and we know you are in our rocking boats may god bless you all may god bless america and may god bless pakistan thank you for having me here thank you for joining this podcast of first presbyterian church champaign visit us at our campus at the intersection of church and state streets in downtown champaign and for more information visit us online at www.firstpres.church have a great week